Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. It's time for another election update. Things are moving quickly in the Republican primaries, and so let me today uh, give you another election update. We'll do this from time to time throughout the election season, as we have. And of course, I like to give an update in, in terms of the general status of things, and then of course, bring the emphasis and the light of faith to understand it, uh, because I think this is going to be one of the most faith-based elections that uh, we've ever had in our, in our history. Uh, I am uh, recording this uh, just the day um, after the Minnesota, Missouri, and Colorado primaries in which uh, Rick Santorum surprised everyone. Uh, he took the lead. He beat uh, Romney in one state by almost a half. Um, he, uh, he won in every state and just absolutely shocked everybody. Nobody thought he would take all three. Uh, and so now everybody thinks that Romney is in question, that he may not be galvanizing the base, that Santorum might actually have a shot at things. And so the big question is, who's going to run against Barack Obama? Um, who, who's electable? Who's going to win? And, and I want to I start the update today by simply saying that you have to be careful in politics uh, about drawing long-term conclusions based on short-term evidence. Uh, the reality is uh, that while yesterday was a, was a glorious victory for the Santorum campaign, uh, Rick is right to be proud. He's right to you know, do some chest thumping and, and call out Barack Obama from in front of the White House or you know, whatever he's doing metaphorically. Um, the fact is, I still believe Barack, I'm sorry, I still believe that Mitt Romney is going to be the nominee. Now, let me tell you why. Uh, first of all, uh, there, there, there was some clarifying that happened yesterday, and it has to do with, with uh, Newt Gingrich. Uh, there were 250 counties uh, that voted on, uh, yesterday on Tuesday. 250 counties that voted in Minnesota, Missouri, and Colorado. Gingrich won exactly one of them, one out of 250 counties. It was Bent County, Colorado. I'm sure that's going to come up in the press. Bent, B-E-N-T, County, Colorado. Now, I'm not picking on our dear friend Newt. Uh, what I'm saying is it's pretty obvious that between his anger, his misstatements, his bombasts, his staff problems, uh, Newt Gingrich's campaign is heading towards the last roundup. Um, he is not capturing people. He is not champion of a particular stream within Republicanism. Uh, his message is not taking hold. And he is not making himself an engaging personality. Uh, Newt sort of sees himself as the avant-garde thinker intellectual. Um, I've commented here in podcasts before about what I've been told about him by people like Tom DeLay and what I've experienced of him myself. I think he's a good man. I'm thankful for his contribution to our history. I hope he continues to shape our public life. I do not believe he's going to be able to uh, even come close uh, to getting the nomination. And I think that this last um, rather insignificant day, actually, in terms of delegates and so on, still shows that there's no momentum in Gingrich land. Um, so this brings us down then to Santorum and Romney. And let me give you some evidence for why I'm saying that I think Romney's going to get the nomination. And I'm not even giving my opinion as to whether that's a good thing or not. I'm just saying that's the way it's going to be, in my opinion. First of all, even though Santorum won the other day, uh, fairly handily, sometimes by just a few points, but in one state in particular, uh, fairly handily by almost 20 percentage points. The fact is that nationally, uh, Mitt Romney is far ahead 
of Santorum and any other candidate in popularity. Uh, for, for example, if you just look at a Rasmussen poll, just the Rasmussen poll, which is just one of a number that I'll cite, um, Romney is at 34% popularity, Santorum at 18. Okay, that's quite a, quite a jump. Uh, Reuters Ipsos uh, poll has Romney at 29, Santorum again at 18. Why the difference? Because Gingrich picks up a little bit in that poll. Now, that was a few days ago on February the 8th. Actually, actually uh, not, not too long ago, but on February the 8th. Uh, Gallup poll has Romney at 37 and Santorum at 16%. So you understand that Romney is more than twice uh, up in the polls over Santorum. That's pretty significant. Uh, and then the ABC News Washington Post poll, fairly accurate within a few percentage points, 38% for Romney, and Santorum is 18%. So uh, you, you see that even though uh, Santorum won in these states where there are a lot of conservatives, um, in one state in particular, the Republican Party is not that huge. Remember, this is a primary, not a statewide election. And, uh, and so the, the Santorum's done well. He's been be congratulated on this victory. Uh, he also, as we found out later, won Iowa and won it fairly, fairly handily. Uh, but, but the reality is uh, that he is nowhere near Mitt Romney in a national poll. He is fairly hard right wing. That's not an insult. I'm fairly close to right wing. I'm more moderate, but I'm, you know, the right wing for me is not a pejorative term. Uh, and he's not going to engage anybody who once voted for Obama, which is the whole key to the game this next election. Um, and he's not going to reach to the middle, which we call, you know, used to call Reagan Democrats. And he's not even engaging uh, the majority of the Republican base. So I like Rick. Rick's closer to my values than, you know, probably anybody in the race but Ron Paul. Uh, and and uh, I, I think he's a good man. But But don't think that this one primary day with these relatively insignificant states, I don't mean to insult the states, but the reason they're insignificant is that their laws mean that no candidate picked up any delegates. The delegates, when they go to convention, can vote as they choose unless the state legislators, legislatures decide to direct them, which means no candidate picked up poll, uh, delegates the other day. Uh, that makes these states relatively insignificant. There was no big gain in delegates. There was no pledging. There was nothing sealed, nothing assured, nothing confirmed. Uh, no absolute handshake that comes from any of this. It's just bragging rights. So uh, you still have Mitt Romney way, way far ahead. The second thing that makes me believe that Romney's going to be the man is money. And in politics, you always watch the money, always. Um, and, and it's not too far away from the truth that Mitt Romney has as much as five times the amount of money in his campaign coffers. And I've seen one analysis that says almost 10 times uh, than Santorum. Santorum is, is not only not as wealthy a man, not that that's the big issue. Um, I mean, we're, we're not talking about personal wealth, but he also has not been raising money as long. Mitt Romney uh, started this race with two or three hundred million dollars to spend. Uh, and he is raising money at an astonishing rate. Some of the super PACs are backing him in major ways. Now, Centaurum has a little bit of that, too. Uh, a man named Foster Fries is, uh, is backing him. And he's a, Foster Fries is a good man, good, good business leader, former CEO, good conservative and Christian, solid guy. Uh, but he, he that, that, that's not going to be enough. Romney's got money on stun. He started with a huge amount of money. He knows how to raise money. Um, he functions in a class that has a lot of money. He has a lot of friends who have a lot of money. 
Um, and I, it's not in any way being pejorative for me to say that he's also a Mormon. And there's huge amounts of money in Mormon political coffers. I don't mean the church. I mean the individuals like Marriott and the CEO of JetBlue and things of that nature. So uh, all of that to say that while Santorum's done beautifully, Mitt Romney, I think, is going to uh, gonna do it. I think the race is going to be between Mitt Romney and Barack Obama. Now, I need to say, given, given what some people conclude, that I'm, uh, that's my analysis. That's not my wish. <laughs> I would not have gone to an elabor- into a laboratory uh, and designed Mitt Romney as the ideal candidate for this election. Uh, it would have been somebody else. But I think probably Republicans need to get used to the fact um, that unless something pretty dramatic happens, um, an implosion, a moral failure, um, some massive infusion of money into Santorum's campaign, um, if Mitt Romney continues to stutter all over himself and uh, and the press continues to quote half of his statements. For example, recently he said he was not concerned about the very poor in America or the very rich. Both of them in times of crisis are taken care of. He's concerned about the middle class. All that got quoted in the press was him saying, I'm not concerned about the poor. Well, of course, that's unfair, but that's how politics is, and you have to craft your sentences differently. So all of that to say that unless Mitt Romney continues to make those kinds of silly mistakes and do serious damage to himself that way, uh, I think he'll be the nominee. I think we will have a Mormon conservative uh, running against a, oh, probably newly uh, traditional Christian Barack Obama who's a political liberal, and it will be a great debate and a great uh, fight uh, and one of the most faith-based uh, uh, campaigns and races in history. I think many evangelicals and conservatives will sit that out, unfortunately. And it has already been my prediction in this podcast series of podcasts that I'm expecting at this point, all things being equal, creek don't rise, that Barack Obama is going to win. Not what I want, but what my analysis is. So if you don't like it, Don't get upset with me. (laughs) Go out and change it and be aware that these things are happening uh, because this is how the national political behavior is. But right now, the wonderful victory by Rick Santorum does not have a lot of long-term implications. Romney won Florida. He's slated to win the big states. Uh, The race is moving further west. There are more Mormons out there. There are more people who think like him. There are more sort of uh, moderate people politically, and that's where he lands. So... I would expect that this is what we're going to see. Super Tuesdays on March the 6th. I'm guessing by the middle of March, certainly by the end, we'll know who the nominee is going to be. This Stephen Mansfield podcast was brought to you by the Mansfield Group. Find us at mansfieldgroup.com.